0: Hello and welcome to our chat. Today, Pastor Wayne and Pastor Trisha will be talking about stress. Okay, Happy New Year. Um, what a way to start off the new year. Again, we are in a state of semi-lockdown <laughs> in aurora where we are um and so we're going to talk today about stress because i think it is a relevant topic that so many of us are facing stress is defined as a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances. So I have Pastor Wayne here with me today, and it was actually his recommendation to talk about stress. So tell us, Pastor Wayne, why did you want to talk about stress?
1: Well, you know, uh, and again, Happy New Year Pastor Trish and everyone (laughs) listening. Um, You know, stress, boy, if we haven't been under stress for this last year and a half to two years, I don't know what we have been under. I have come across a book, um, actually it was a, uh, from an article, psychologist gauging stress according to s- mathematical scales. Now, I didn't know you could do this. So, for instance, they state that if you endure 200 to 299 life-changing units in a year, in a year, the probability of you suffering some kind of an illness is at a certain percentage. If you have to endure, for instance, at Uh, 200 uh, units in that particular given year, Um, or if it's over two years, it cuts down to 50%. So there's a certain percentage based on how many units of stress. If you go over 300 units of stress, it jumps to 80% chance of you coming down with sickness. Mm -hmm. So they have monitored stress relates to mental sickness, but certainly physical sickness. Mm -hmm. So I, I thought maybe our audience would be interested in some of these units. Now, there was a lot of them in there, and I don't know how much you want to put uh, credit to these, but I find they're interesting, and I actually see some merit in this. So here's one. The death of a spouse is 100 units. Wow. So again, they're talking about if you hit between 200 to 299 in a given year, you're likely going to come down with sickness. So a death of a spouse immediately drops 100. and It's actually wow. the highest unit. Divorce is 73 units. Uh, a major personal injury or illness is 53. So here you have right here, if you have a death of the spouse or a divorce, one or the other, and a major illness in the same year, you're already more than halfway there. Mm-hmm. It, if, if that happened within a short period of time. Uh, apparently being fired from work is 47 units. Retirement from work is 45 units.
0: What's stressful about
1: retiring? I know. I <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: pregnancy is forty. I mean, what's what's stressful about pregnancy?
0: Oh, a lot, Masurine. <laughs> okay,
1: troubles with the boss. Uh, Twenty-three units. Uh, Christmas is twelve. Now, who would? Hey, and I'm sure I know some people. It's a whole lot more than that. Yes. Uh, so uh, anyway, it was really interesting, I found, that mm-hmm. there's actually ways you can mathematically measure some mm-hmm. stress units.
0: Yeah, no, that is interesting. It's funny how once you put numbers and figures to things, it brings on a whole new, a whole new life almost. Um, yeah, that's interesting. So I have a question. Yes.
1: Uh, Pastor Trish, what would you consider some of your biggest stress situations in life?
0: Well, you know, I think right now... And um, don't say Christmas. We're past Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is gone. It's the new year. (laughs) No, I think right now, one of my biggest stressors is helping our boys through this pandemic that we're in. You know, like on one hand, they are struggling with making career decisions and they're like i don't know you know like noah he's like i don't know what i want to do with my life some of my friends do i have no idea and so it's like okay well how do we work through that um how do we bring some clarity to that and then the other is like with isaiah he hasn't been in his post-secondary institution for two years and he's graduating (laughs) in a few months so it's just those things like um opportunities for them to own a home right like it's so expensive to get into the housing market so how can we set our boys up so that they could be successful because it feels like things were a little easier for us it might not have been but it feels like things were a bit easier so those are actually Mm -hmm. my children (laughs) what are the rankings on those what are the levels Uh,
1: you know i think yeah families are way up there i i don't have this down here but it's it's got to be up there (laughs) near the pregnancy anyway
0: yeah uh, so yeah so those are the things for me right now what about you what are some of your biggest stress you know it's. Situations? I think
1: they're related I think if I I know people and both of us know people who've um, been threatened or have lost their jobs mm-hmm. I think both of us here know people who came down sick this year and, and this year being a year of of course the pandemic and COVID and everything else yeah. um, that hasn't been so much my situation I would have to say it's back to family family decisions uh, decisions based on kids decisions based on parents like I i have a mother still alive and so uh i have found that this year because she was in our home she's in her late 90s making decisions on her behalf i'm her power of attorney uh her financial power of attorney and so i'm constantly making decisions and and you feel the weight of that uh making decisions for my family my son decided this year to uh go down south potentially to live and take my granddaughter with him and that's just and then and then asking advice. (laughs) And so there's certain stress with that. And so I find just those family decisions on both ends, up and down, uh, stressful and, and then yes, work, uh, because really as a pastor, um, it's, it's another family, you know, it's a big family and a family that different than my biological family, we are still really developing different layers of trust. And, So the stress of, is there enough trust developed? Are we making good decisions together? Uh, am I, am I uh, stepping out, walking ahead, or am I not? assisting enough and Mm -hmm. um yeah so definitely stress you Mm -hmm. know areas in which you just are uncertain that you are making the right decisions Mm
0: -hmm. no yeah those are with the family things you know i've read recently there's a generation called the sandwich generation where i think that's kind of like where you're in because you're caring for your kids still but now also thinking about your parents so yeah so that's a lot um okay so why would you consider unresolved stress a problem.
1: And it really is. I think it comes down to, I mean, stress, we're going to have stress. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, stress can be healthy. Uh, it's the unresolved stress. It's stress that goes unmanaged. the stress that maybe even goes unnoticed. And I'm, I just, I have an illustration because it just maybe uh, illustrates this in a really good way. Uh, there was a church I pastored at one time and down in our fellowship hall, the church wasn't that old and there was a new part of the building. And, and I'm going to hazard a guess, the building was only maybe uh, 15 to 20 years old but in that part of the fellowship hall uh it was right underneath the main sanctuary
0: mm.
1: i caught my eye it was the ceiling now it's a it's a poured slab ceiling when i put the light on it i thought sure enough there's a hairline crack on this ceiling uh so i i went and got a marker and i just marked where the hairline crack stopped and I really paid no more attention to it until another day, it was, and it was after a year later, I was back in there, and I was, oh yeah, there was a hairline crack up there. And so I took a look at the mark, and the hairline crack had moved. So I we called some structural engineers, and they came in and they began to talk about uh, the hairline cracks. They call it stress lines. That's what they called it. And they talk about these microscopic cracks, if left unattended, grow into very serious trouble. And, and actually buildings will collapse or the floor will, okay. will weaken and there will be a cave-in. And and I began to put that into life situations. Life, if you... There's cracks. There's stress lines. And if we put it under the microscope, we, we often realize there's wounds. Uh, we need to, to identify where they're coming from. And then where that pressure is, we begin to... We have to begin to... How do we shore that up? Because... Mm-hmm. Often it's microscopic. We don't. We stress is there, but we don't pay much attention to it. Mm-hmm. I had a dear friend of mine who had a major heart attack, and he was in a fairly high. He was in a mechanical role. His role was he was he was retired. Had just retired, but in his role he was going around and assessing. Uh, major accidents that would take place. And so insurance companies wanted to know, was this the fault of the driver or was this the fault of the vehicle, the motor company? And he had to determine that. So he was always having to try to troubleshoot those things. Mm -hmm. And he had two contesting sides always wanting the right answer. When he took the heart attack, and it was a fairly severe heart attack, um, every little stress point required him to have to take those little micro pills, those nitro pills. Um, And... And we both were staggered at even just a phone call coming in when you're expecting some maybe uh, somebody's going to challenge you on something, and all of a sudden, you know, he would start to go fuzzy, and he would have to pop in another pill, yeah. and and it just I became aware that all those little things are stress points that we ignore when we're healthy, <laughs> our hearts just absorb them, our bodies just absorb them, but they potentially enough of them again are causing cracks, mm. and we may not be paying attention to them. Which they will catch up, left unattended and unresolved. And so anyway, I think that's really why this is an important area. When it comes to the church, we have a source that can really deal with those points, and the Bible's not silent about it.
0: Yeah, no. Um so Proverbs three, five and six, that's a well known scripture that a lot of people would quote, you know, talking about trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So, I mean, it's it's one of those scriptures that you learn probably in Sunday school, right? And it's so easy to rattle off. We have a friend right now and they're experiencing like some illness with their kids. And it feels like every bit of encouragement I want to give them, it feels so cliche, for lack of a better word, because they know about trusting God. They know God. And so they know all these things. So tell us why like we know these things it's easy to say it's easy to quote scriptures about trusting god but sometimes it's really hard to do so help us through that
1: and you know i i think this scripture is a scripture worth meditating it really is pastor trish worth memorizing this one and it really is worth putting in different places um like to remind ourselves i think the key though is like we have to break it down a little bit and just don't ramble it off. There's so much in that little tiny two verses. Um, uh, There's an old Greek model that says, you will break the bow if you keep it always bent. You will break the bow if you keep it always bent. And so... We need to be careful with regard. I even understand shoes. Pastor Trish, I know this is of interest to you and your family. Uh, Not that you have a a shoe fetish. But um, I'm told that you can wear your shoes uh, every day. But if you took and you only wore that shoe every other day. So let's say you wore those shoes every day and they last you a year. If you wear that shoe every other day, how long do you think it should last you? Longer. Two years. Yes. Right? Like a double the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Actually, it lasts last you four years. Oh. It will actually quadruple.
0: Wow. Or I guess it would yeah. triple. It would double the time. Yeah. So
1: if you wear it every day, if it were to last, if it were to last a year, ideally, then if you change it out every other day. But what happens is it goes into a rest state. And the rest actually strengthens it. That ah. strengthens the leather, strengthens the material. So it'll actually... So maybe you want to pass that on. Yes. So actually... There's something about the rest. There's something about, and that's why we yes. can talk about that the Sabbath the rest. We can. That's a whole other area, yeah. but when it comes into trusting the Lord with all your heart, uh, I, I think there's some really great ingredients. And there's a there's my responsibility, mm-hmm. and there's God's promise. My responsibility. If you just look at this verse here, um, it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding." but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So uh, there's a lot on our our part here. My responsibility is to trust, lean not, acknowledge. Mm-hmm. God has won. He'll make your path straight. Mm-hmm. So there's a promise. I'll make your path straight if, here's your part, yeah. you trust, don't lean on your own and acknowledge something. Uh, and if you note in, in that two little verses here, Uh, The word yours mentioned four times Um, with all your heart. I mean, not on your understanding and all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So the point I guess here is your, my responsibility in life situation is a choice. I can't expect my wife to do it. I can't expect my pastor, of course, I'm the pastor, but I can't expect somebody else to do it. I have a choice. It's every individual's choice here to make this their promise uh they must make that decision no one else can do it for me and so it says here trust in him and the word trust the original hebrew means throw yourself down lying on the ground casting all your hopes on the future of another Mm -hmm. uh, that you would find security in someone else so if we were to reword it, we would say, I cast myself down at the feet of, now we're talking God, mm-hmm. for all present and future needs to find his security. I cast myself down at his feet for all present and future needs so I can find his security. So that's the mm-hmm. trust. Then it says with, uh, talks about your heart. And uh, here the heart means the inner person. It's your soul. It's your your mind, how you feel. I, we can't move our emotions away from who we are, our choices. Mm-hmm. It says um, understanding. And it's the Hebrew word uh, where we uh, don't look f- through our limited point of view. We try to seek a bigger picture. Only God can see that. The word lean not in your own understanding. So lean not on your limited view. God has a p- bigger picture. But the word lean means it's a picture of a crush. So if you've hurt yourself, you've got a crutch and you're leaning, mm-hmm. it becomes like your your ser- second or third leg. Yeah. Don't lean on that. You, you can't lean on that crutch. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't lean on what you see because you don't see it all. Uh, there's a much bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And then it says acknowledge. The word acknowledge means recognize. Uh, again, that God is present. Recognize he's with you. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. And because he's with you, he's up to something.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's our part. That's good. I really like that. And you know, even all the ands in there, right? So it's like you might be able to do one. <laughs> you you <laughs> really you have to pile to them on. You to do each of them. You yeah. have to, like, it's like a, oh my gosh, I forget what that's called, like a conditional. It's like do this and this and this, and then that will happen. Yeah. So that's that's really good. Wow. Okay. So um, that that's it. You know, I guess uh, it could be very easy to handle stress if we simply follow the... Um, advice, you know, just before this, we were like, Do we have a book or anything to direct them to? And passed away was like the Bible. That's fair. <laughs> this is a tremendous verse <laughs> right here. Is. Yeah. One of my favorite sort of um, scriptures that I go to, like in stressful moments, just to remind me to focus on God is Psalm 46. I'm just going to mm. like pull it up. It's so. The Lord good. is my refuge and strength yeah. and ever present help. Right? I know. And so it's sort of like, okay. And it's amazing how one scripture like helps you. Like we can trust in God with all our heart because he's our refuge and, yeah. our pres- and his present health in trouble. So that's, yeah, that's so good. So thank you for talking about this today. Um, and, you know, I I pray that as we continue the year that our those who are listening to us and our church family would really be able to position their minds on what really matters. And that's trusting in God, leaning not in our own understanding, acknowledging him and he will make our paths right.
1: You know, it's... Um... I I was reading about astronauts in training Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and because apparently the liftoff, the G-force, like knocks you out. The G-force can cause you to go into, like that's pretty stressful. Wow, yeah. Um, The G-force as you pull off and leave to get the speed to get into orbit. Um, And what they do in practice is they practice the G-force over and over. And what they do is they train the body to absorb the G force. Hmm. I never I thought, you know, G Force is G Force. You can't do anything about it. You're just gonna hit it. Hmm. But no, actually, you can train your body, you can train your mind, and uh that when you go off, and astronauts have said that when they take off, now if they had just gone straight into the, I guess, the cockpit and hmm. took off, and the G-force, you know, their typically their hearts would be just racing to no end, and mine would be, yeah. you know. Some of them. Their body's so trained, they almost fall asleep. Right. Leaving orbit because their body's just so trained for it. Yeah. Their body's going, Oh, I know what this is. And they don't respond to it. And I was yes. thinking, this is the scripture. Oh my God. When we if we keep training ourselves in yes. this, then when the stressful I mean, that's what you said earlier, we have cliches. Yeah. And it's but if we train ourselves for all the little stress points with these scriptures, and you mentioned, yeah. you know, the other scripture in Psalms. And one of my greatest is Psalms 23. Yeah. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. He makes yes. me to lie down. And I just feel peaceful just, just reading it. Yeah. Um, if we train mm-hmm. ourselves regularly under the little stress points. So when somebody aggravates us, or we have, you know, a contention maybe in the family or mm-hmm. or somebody's challenging us or whatever it might be. Or we, you know, we have to go and get our third shot or our fourth shot or yeah. somebody's challenging these days with the vax. I'm vaxed. I'm not vaxed. You know, and the pros and cons to that. Mm-hmm. The little things those little stress points if we if we exercise our strength by going to these scriptures mm-hmm. it's like the astronauts then when the bigger ones come along our bodies go oh i I know what this is mm-hmm. I'm already trusting I'm already leaning I'm already acknowledging he's yeah. with me in the journey and our bodies just receive it our souls receive it yeah. and I think that's the perseverance of it yes that that's the that's the consistency that i think we often miss yeah. we hear about the scriptures but we don't may be recognized if we don't apply them on the little things, when the big ones come along, we actually don't respond very well. Right. It's almost like we forget it. Yeah. And and then we're trying to think of it because we really haven't exercised our body and our bodies go into high stress. Yeah but they really don't have to.
0: Yeah. I feel like you you mentioned too at the beginning, and I know it's a whole other podcast for a whole other time, is about those rhythms of rest and Sabbath, right? And so like the training for the G-force, the more we implement those moments in our lives, in our day-to-day lives, like taking even like 20 minutes every day just to rest and to focus our mind on who God is and what his word says, those are are the equivalent of our training for the G force for the liftoff? Right? It is. It's like it little is. moments, and it's like when that happens, we're ready for it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's so good. That's good. That's good. Well, thank you, Pastor Wayne. This was another great topic, short and sweet. And um, yeah, do we just want to pray, close off by praying for um, those who, whatever stress they might be under right now, that they just do what the word says in trusting God?
1: Okay. Yeah. Father, Uh, we just want to say yes to this. We recognize that you are our rock. And Lord, if you're the rock beneath us, then whatever is shaking around us doesn't really matter because you are our sure foundation. Uh, You will not be moved. And so Lord, I pray that whatever situation the listeners are in as we are talking today, that God, we would embrace this. So we start right here. We trust you, Lord. We place our trust, our sources in you, with all our heart. That's our emotions, our feelings. We lay them back before you. like We 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 lay them prostrate for your security. We don't lean on our own understanding because we don't see this very well. But you see the bigger picture. So we trust you with the bigger... We don't have to see it, Lord. We trust you. And in all our ways... So the, the next step, my tomorrow, my next week, in all my ways... Uh, Lord, I acknowledge you're with me and you will guide me. I don't have to know it ahead of time. I trust you will guide me and you will make what appears right now. I do not see the next step in my path, but you said you would make, this is your promise. If we do this, you will make our path straight. So we can just keep going forward. It's like fog in front of us. We don't know, but we know the path is straight because we trust you. Help each one to be able to apply this on a regular basis and to grow in the exercising of this in our hearts and our faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for listening today. And for 2022, just remember Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust God. Lead not on your own understanding. Acknowledge God and He will direct your path.